2: Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater
3: safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to
2: servicepatriots.com. It's Wednesday 1.30. It means on the line is the host of BetMGM Tonight and Honest Sports Betting Insider, Ryan Horvat. Insider Calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. MGM. Also, be sure to listen to BetMGM Tonight podcast for more of Ryan Horvath's analysis. Just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcast.
3: You know, the be- easiest bet of the weekend. Mm, I rode with Horvath. I put did. the bet in on this show. He said, hey. I have very little faith in my Packers, but he had faith in the Packers last week. It was the easiest bet I had all weekend, man. So thank you, Horvat. I, you came on, and I listened to your advice, and we both were dancing to the bank. Thank you.
0: Oh, yeah. Now we turn around and we bet against them this week. Check this out. <laughs> Done. You want to hear something and. crazy? I couldn't believe this as a Packer fan. I like to think that I know most things about my team. The Packers haven't beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh the last time they have, actually, uh, their starting quarterback was Bart Starr. Never did it with Brett Favre. Good Never dog. did it with Aaron Rodgers. Now, obviously, they don't play a whole bunch, but I just, man, Mike Tomlin's going to have his guys ready to go. And Green Bay, the only reason we liked them last week was because they were going against Brett Rippon in the uh, Los Angeles Rams, too. I like when Stafford's out there, but I don't like as much with uh, Brett Rippon, who I think was the worst starting quarterback to go last week. So, yeah, that was a nice one. That was that was a rare easy one where you didn't even have to watch the whole game or any of the game, which would probably be best for uh, best for your eyeballs. It, this is,
3: that <laughs> is an incredible stat with how good the pack has been, you know, over the years. That's up there with like the the Steelers' stat of. You know they've had three coaches since 1969, and the uh, the Raiders have had four in the past calendar year. It's it's incredible to think of. Uh, so we got we're, we're riding with the the Pack or the Steelers against the uh, Packers, and we'll we'll take that one. But uh, you're a college football guy though too, and I want to get your thoughts on the college football playoff and kind of what the betting trends are looking like on the futures of, of the playoff market and uh, how much that means to maybe some of the week to week that you look to, and, and is there value that can be had between what the rankings say of the playoff committee and maybe what Vegas thinks on the flip side of it
0: in some of the lines in the head-to-head matchups yeah I mean like that's why last week I think actually the best bet so the Packers that one was nice and easy yes but I like what we did last week when I said if you like I like Alabama against LSU just I don't like LSU's defense whatsoever but Jalen Daniels has been awesome uh if LSU was going to win that game he was going to be your Heisman, and he was still plus 425. If you liked Alabama in that game, I thought it was worth taking a shot with them to win the national championship at 14-1 to because I know this isn't a great Alabama team, but it's a good Alabama team. And, you know, we've had a couple people on uh, that cover the team, a couple of their beat reporters, and they're saying the same thing. Like, this might end up being Nick Saban's best coaching job. They've been good off all season long defensively. Um, they have a solid pass rush. I really like Kool and McKinstry in their secondary. He's going to be top ten pick most likely. And then on the offensive side of the ball, they finally got the run game going a little bit. The offensive line has got a little bit better. Miller has got a little bit better. You know, they ran the ball just all over the place in that last game. He didn't even really have to hit the deep throw that I thought he was going to have to. So, Bama will to 14-1, all the way down to 7-1. to I know right now they're outside the top four. But if they're on the table, if they get into the SEC championship game, I like them on a neutral field against Georgia. And you have the perfect hedging opportunity where if you like Georgia, you could just bet it, get your money back, and you'd still have the 14-1, to even right now the 7-1 to ticket. So I feel like that's the best value bet. I also really like the Ducks, man. Mm -hmm. Trista Trista Crick, obviously my co-host, she won't get down with me on this one. I think she's just a little bit jaded by her team, doesn't trust them in big spots. I know they lost the head-to-head matchup against Washington. I promise you that if they see each other again – which I think Washington maybe gets clipped here the next couple weeks. Probably not this week against Utah, as beat up as they are. But, man, I want to see that rematch. And if we get it on a neutral, uh, I'll be betting a lot of money on Oregon. I just – man, they're so tough in the trenches. I think they're the best offensive line in the country. They could get after the quarterback. The secondary is a little shaky at times, but it's the pac 12s Other than Arizona State, everybody's uh, secondary is a little shaky. And Bo Nix right now should be a Heisman favorite. Bucky Irving's averaging eight yards per carry. I mean – they're they're almost a perfect football team except for the stupid loss against Washington. So I like them ten to one, and obviously uh, I like Bama uh, still seven to one. Just because I could see Georgia getting clipped. Michigan, like Michigan, yeah, right now we could call them the best team in the country. But what's their best win? And I worry a little bit about a distraction with everything that's going on. This is going to be a tough game this weekend, you know, because Drew Aller's been much better at home than he's been on the road. And Penn State's defense has been really good against the run. Michigan, even with those two really good backs, Corum and Edwards, hasn't really got the run game going. This is going to be a big J.J. McCarthy game, so he's going to have to win this game with his arm. I just don't think there's a perfect team, so I'm looking at teams with really good prices, and that's why I like Oregon and Alabama. Sorry for the long answer. I'm just, I, I do really like I love those it. two teams. <laughs> love it. Love it.
2: Horvat, when you look around the NFL right now, we we're, we're reached that that halfway point and we just kind of know who teams are at this point in time. As the books start to shape in a little bit and injuries are either clearing up or or guys are being put up on the shelf, where where can you actually find value in the NFL in the second half of the season?
0: Yeah, that's a great question because it's been kind of like a tough NFL season for betting. Like actually it's been a really good betting season for the public, which is good to see. You know, it's like time it's finally time that you know, they get some back against these books. That are out in Las Vegas, they're building castles, and you see these hotels, man. So it's good to see the public win some money because the favorites, once again, last week, it was a good week with with the favorites. The Bengals ended up closing it out, you know, and then on Monday night, the Chargers were favored in that game. I don't even think the Jets knew that they played a Monday night football game. That was boring (laughs) as hell. They got blown out. So right now you have to look at some of these injuries, and I like some weird, weird dogs. They're not even like weird dogs, but I'm looking at teams right now like the Houston Texans because Okay, they're not the most talented team, but I really like C.J. Stroud. And they have a lot of vets on that team, even though they're a young team. And right now they're healthy. You brought up injuries. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm looking at the healthy teams. Those are the teams that I want to back right now. So you have the Texans who don't have a bunch of injuries, and they're still getting priced like they're a four- or five-win team. They're seven-point dogs this weekend. So I really like them. Um, I like the Arizona Cardinals. Maybe they even win a game, especially if Kyler goes out there and plays. Kyler's going to look the ball out. I know everybody doesn't love Kyler Murray, but we got to remember, like the last time he was fully healthy and they had a team around him, they started what seven and 8 and zero, and then they ran into Green Bay on Thursday night. He got hurt, and then he wasn't the same, and they lost in the playoffs. But I think he's going to put together a nice season because he wants to end up in a better situation if he's not in Arizona. So I kind of like them this weekend. But that's what I'm looking to do right now is, you know, back the healthier teams or I'm trying to find prices with the best backup quarterbacks because we're seeing a lot of backup quarterbacks and some of these guys can play and some can't, you know, PJ Walker, God bless him, Thank God he has a top 10 defense with the Cleveland Browns because he <laughs> might be the worst starting quarterback I've ever seen guys. He is so bad. Um, it's, he's a tough watch, but that's what I'm trying to do right now. is find the healthiest teams and the best backup quarterbacks. I, I actually like the kid. I like Beijing a little bit for the bears. Um. until they ask him to throw the ball down the field, then he's a mess. I still think, uh, you know, you could fade him tomorrow, or even if it's Justin Fields. I like the Carolina Panthers, you know, so it's ugly dogs and healthy teams for me right now.
3: I saw a, a terrible offensive line in an awful quarterback get absolutely run out of Vegas by the Raiders in the New oh, York yeah. Giants. Tommy DeVito in the Giants. I don't know if I've seen a line quite this big at this point in the season. There's 16 point dogs heading to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. I, like it's the weird that is a massive number. Can you put into perspective like how big of a number 16 is for Dallas to be favored over the Giants because you look at 10 points is a big win in the NFL's standards. They're 16 point dogs in Vegas's eyes and we're at week 10.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, three and a half is a lot of points in the NFL. Historically, you know, seven, seven and a half. You're looking to play the key numbers. If it's an ugly dog, like you said, usually you're looking for a 10 and a half, a thirteen and a half, fourteen and a half. a 13 and 14 and Now we're just blowing past key numbers. We're past two touchdowns. You know, you see a lot more two point conversions, So the 16 makes more sense. Now we could get out to 17 here. And then like historically that's insane because this is a divisional matchup. These are two yeah. teams that see each other twice every year. And usually that play each other pretty tough. Every year somebody else wins that division and yet you're seeing a team two touchdown, you know, maybe three touchdown favorites by closing time and that just shows you where the Giants are at right now. I last year they won double digit games and Brian Davall was coach of the year. He did a really good job, but that team wasn't very talented. And now, as beat up as they are without Daniel Jones, they're even less talented. But still, man, all those points in a divisional game, I can only play the dog. And I guess What would worry me, you have the Cowboys coming off a loss where they played pretty good football. Mm -hmm. That is a really good defense going against DeVito, who's a turnover machine, and it's the number one pass rush team in the league. But still, that's a lot of points. And if Brian Dayball really deserved to be coach of the year, right? shouldn't he at least be able to keep his team within 17 points, 16 (laughs) points in a football game? I mean, I didn't think he deserved that award last year, guys. I Mm -hmm. I really didn't. I like Brian Dayball a lot. I think he did a tremendous job. But I just didn't think that it hit – how how is Nick Sirianni not coach of the year last year? The yeah. Eagles went to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? And I get it's a regular season thing, but they won thirteen games. And people the year before were talking about Jalen Hurts can't throw to the left side of the field and he's not an NFL starting quarterback. So I just anytime a New York team's relevant, you know they're winning awards, right? Like Tom Thibodeau was coach of the year. Monty Williams took the Suns to the finals. They went from <laughs> being a playing team to winning sixty plus games, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Or I'll, I'll get you out of here on this. It's another New York team. What the hell do you do with the Buffalo bills?
0: Oh guys, I, a couple of weeks ago, I bet them to win the super bowl. I may have jinxed them. I may <laughs> be the hex. there. They they're terrible. They're not terrible, but they're not. I mean, like when you look at, when you compare them to the Bengals to the chiefs right now, I mean, the problem for them is the defense right now, all the injuries on the defense, they lose Trey white, their best cover corner again. Uh, Von Miller, he's played almost 100 snaps right now. He doesn't have a sack. He has three quarterback pressures. He looks like a shell of himself. I think he may have came back too early, or he's just washed, hate to say it. You lose Matt Milano, who was having an all-pro type season. And then your two safeties, I like Poyer and I like Micah Hyde, but they're in their 30s, and they're dealing with injuries already. Mm -hmm. They're getting no pass rush. And if you're going to beat the Chiefs or the Bengals in the playoffs, you have to have a pass rush because if you let Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes sit in the pocket, I don't care who the receivers are, they're going to pick you apart. And then offensively, they're a mess. Like a couple of weeks ago, they were running all this two tight end stuff. Then Dawson Knox gets hurt. And I actually like what they were doing, more three receiver sets, four receiver sets, but they're just so inconsistent. You know, I don't know if it's Ken Dorsey. I don't know if it's Sean McDermott. I honestly think if they don't at least make it to the AFC championship game, I think McDermott might get fired. Ken Dorsey might be mm-hmm. elsewhere as well because it has to be Super Bowl or bust at some point for teams like the Bills. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because a lot of those guys, you're not going to be able to pay here soon. And I don't know. they they got a bunch of issues. Who's who's wide receiver number two? It's one week Gabe Davis looks good. The next week he's on milk Carton. They're just <laughs> too inconsistent for me to back right now.
3: Yeah, I'm with you, my man. And I think maybe we have Brian Dayball and Josh Allen reunited maybe in, in Buffalo after this year. Mm.
0: I didn't I, even think about that.
3: <laughs> we both
2: kind of did the pause great. there for a second. Like that, that
0: kind of yeah. makes a lot yeah, of bring sense. Bring them back together. <laughs> All right. Man, hold on. See, that. I would love that. I would, that. That's when Josh Allen would, was at his best. Yep. Josh yep. Allen's at his best. Like I'll take the turnovers. I think we overrate the turnovers. I yep. think he's the modern day version of Brett Favre where He's at his best when he's chucking it down the field. Mm -hmm. He's at his best when he's using his legs. He's not going to slide. He's not going to go out of bounds. He's built like a linebacker. Sure, it's going to cut his career short. Like, he should watch what happened to Cam Newton. But you notice, like, that's when he's at his best. When they ask him to play within the offense, he kind I'm not going to say he stinks, but he goes back to being like the Josh Allen I saw at college that I didn't really like, you know, because he was inconsistent. He wasn't the most accurate quarterback. He, he's looked like a much different guy since Brian Dayball's left. I think he's just got to let it rip. He's got to go back to being himself.
2: All right, Horvath, appreciate you joining us, man. Uh, we'll catch you next week.
0: Thanks so much, guys. Let's do it. Hey, how about the Houston Rockets tonight? Speaking of ugly dogs, why does this team keep winning? I think they cover and win outright
2: tonight. Ooh, you, are, you are a true sicko.
0: I love it. Let's get nuts.
2: All right, appreciate you, brother. We'll catch you next See week. Guys. That was the host of BetMGM Tonight and Odyssey, uh, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Ryan Horvat. Insider Calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app.
4: Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why?
5: Toyota. Let's go places. Leading ladies. A concert in celebration of Women's History Month,
1: featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L King.